Hey, loves. Welcome to Sierra and Ryan. Talk the talk. Sierra and Ryan is all about putting book talkers at the center of the story. And we're here to find out all their main character moments. Starting with these two main characters, my name is Ryan at Rye underscore Brary on TikTok. And my unbelievable co-host... I am Sierra at cc.b.reading on TikTok as well. Ryan and I are a part of this amazing book talker community. And the reason that we've decided to make this podcast is to get to interview some of you other amazing book talkers who have some amazing content and really great personalities as well. We want to get to know the family a little bit better. So each week we're bringing in a new book talk celebrity. We are giving them the full 2020 treatment, interview style, diving into their personal life. In the center of the show, we have asked everyone to bring a show and tell item, something from their shelves, either a book recommendation or something, an item that tells us a little bit more about them. And then we're going to close it out with a quick wit and try to keep people on their toes with some lightning round questions. Everyone's done really well so far, though. So, so far, so good. Painless. So far, so good. Today's Today. <laughs> I have been talking Ryan's ear off about this guest since I brought them up. I'm a big fan. I've been a fan of them before I even created my TikTok page. I've been watching their videos for years. So I'm very, very excited to have Tori Morrow from Tori That Nerd on the show today. When I tell you, I am a huge fan. You are a huge fan. <laughs> I am a big, big fan. I'm fangirling. I'm trying to keep myself together and not like, ah, scream. I'm going to just say a behind the scenes secret for our listeners and viewers at home. Mm-hmm. Sierra is such a big fan that when we were sending out our direct, I'm such an asshole. When we were sending out our direct <laughs> messages, Sierra said, I need you to send that one. Because <laughs> I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to have my stuff together because I was like, I was already kind of nervous sending these messages to people I hadn't talked to before. And I knew, like, I was like, I'm not going to be able to send this to her because I love her so much. Well, and I didn't realize that Tori had such a big YouTube following. And you, I mean, when I said that, you looked at me like, what are you talking about? You don't know. I was shocked that you didn't know. I'm like, what do you mean? How dare you? Blasphemy. I know. But I know. I've been following her for, I think, at least three years on YouTube. And wow. she's Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She is into heavy into sci-fi and fantasy. And I would like to say that she's actually probably a, a big reason as to why I enjoy sci-fi and fantasy today. And the way she talks about it, I just... She's so she has like this really chill personality, I think. So I cannot wait to just see her in action and actually talk to her and go through her whole story. She's got a I think she's got an awesome story. I just I'm so excited. Can you tell? I'm trying to like I was not- gonna say, I, I'm very excited to watch you dive in. <laughs> ah, really. It's gonna be great. Tori is very, very put together, such intelligent reviews. There is a lot of thought, I think, that goes in. I've now watched a lot of those YouTube videos. Um, mm-hmm. I just finished watching the N.K. Jemison City We Became review because I finished that based on your recommendation. Mm-hmm. And I love the way Tori talked about it in her YouTube video. So I'm excited, too. It's going to be a good one. Are you feeling prepared to talk, though? Do we need to take a second? Should we... I know. I, might need to... I don't have asthma, but I feel like I'm <laughs> Honey, I'm freaking out right now, but I'm so excited. It's about to happen. It's, it's about, about to, to happen. happen. All right, friend, with that being said, should we um should we have a talk? Are you ready to have this talk? I think so. Let's talk the talk.
right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with the lovely, the beautiful, the intelligent, the smart. I could go on and on with adjectives, but I'm just going to say hello, Tori from Tori That Nerd on TikTok. How are you? Thank you. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. I'm uh, just excited to talk to you both. I love your content. So this is, yeah, it's definitely an honor. So thank you. I'm not going to try to fangirl, but I was telling Ryan so much about you before it, in our pre-talk. So I'm going to, I'm going to repress it for now, but it's oh going to come gosh. out. It's going to come out a little bit. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Oh so you, you've been on TikTok not that long, I don't think, right? But you've been on YouTube yeah. for a while. Yes. And I got some numbers up here. You got 12,000 followers on YouTube. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. I, I feel like a, a YouTube dinosaur at this point. I think I've been on YouTube since 2016. So mm -hmm. started around 2016 at the end and just, you know, trying to be as consistent as possible over the years. And, right. you know, content has definitely changed over the years. So yeah, it's been a journey, YouTube journey. So you're like, you're like kind of like a, uh, like a really like professional in this book industry. No, I'm going to say it because like, Thank you. yeah, I mean, five years is a long time to, you know, be reviewing books and talking about them and things like that. So what made you, I know you're still doing YouTube, but what made you kind of trans, trans, uh, transfer over to TikTok and be a part of that community as well? Yeah. Uh, so I downloaded TikTok, I think in 2020 at the height of lockdown and, you know, it's just like. This is a fun dancing app. And I wasn't aware of the book community on TikTok at first and just using it for, you know, small, fun videos every now and then. And so when I started wanting to make content seriously, I didn't know if I wanted it to be an extension of my YouTube channel and make book content. Um, you know, I, I'm really into video games. I've been in games media for a long time. And um, yeah, I've been I've been vegan for many years. So I was like, maybe I'll have a vegan focused TikTok channel, a TikTok account. So I went back and forth. I'm like, do I really need another book platform? I have Instagram, I have YouTube, but mm -hmm. um, I had just finished Legendborn by Tracy Dion. Yes. And I wasn't really seeing it around TikTok that much. And I was like, let me make let me make a, a draft or whatever they call it on TikTok about Legendborn. So I just found like a random corny sound and it was a really bad draft. I never posted it, but that was my first like foray into TikTok ever. I guess. And uh, ever. I made one wow. draft and I didn't post it. And I kinda I don't know, I kinda got in the hang of it and I started falling in love with like all the sounds and just seeing the creativity on TikTok. And so um I think after that draft, I just was like, I think I'm gonna make a book a book account. This will be focused on books, maybe incorporate things here and there, but it was definitely after finishing Legendborn that I was like, this will be a book related account and kind of an extension of my YouTube channel. So wow. you're reading. Yeah. So YouTube you've had for a while. Has that yeah. reading journey always been with you? Have you been a reader your entire life? Is that a newer? Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been a reader my pretty much my entire life growing up. Um, you know, I come from a single parent household and just my grandmother and my mom were always very into books and you're going to read, you know, we're going to support this. We don't have a lot of money, but I'm going to buy you some books and I'm going to make sure I foster this creativity and this love of words. And so um, I've been a reader for since I was like three or four years old and wow. I've been really blessed over the years in school to have teachers that would encourage me to pick up new things and try new books. And I've just, yeah, I've been surrounded by reading and um, by a love of reading for my entire life. So it's been, it's been fantastic. That's so beautiful. And so yeah. I'm going to tell you now, because I have to get this off my chest. 
I've okay. been following you on YouTube for three years now at this point. Stop it. I <laughs> knew who you, when you followed me, I screamed in here because I was like, oh my God. I was like, it felt like I had reached the, the pinnacle. <laughs> I've been following you before oh I even decided, before I even even decided to make a book talk, I was following your reviews. And even though I wasn't reading the books at that time, I just love the way that you speak about your books, the way that you describe wow. them and, and how they're important to you. And I thought you were so different because a black girl reading sci-fi and fantasy, never heard of it until like seeing you pop up oh, on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> So oh I really want to know, like, got emotional. That's that's amazing. Wow. So I really want to know, like, why sci-fi and fantasy? You could have read anything. You know, we could have read urban lit. You could have read romance. Why sci-fi and yeah. fantasy? Um, I think it was really a progression from what I liked to read when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So when I was, um, I would say like 13 to 18 years old, I was really into like dystopian literature back then, like the the typical like YA dystopian. Um, the ugly series, Hunger Games, stuff like that. Um, and I feel like just those themes that I liked in dystopian and those kind of sci-fi books just kind of naturally transitioned into adult fantasy and science fiction for me. Um, when I graduated from college, I had a hard time like trying to figure out what my reading tastes were uh, because they had just changed so much over four years. And so I'm like, do I still like dystopian? Do I still like sci-fi? So I had to really kind of go back and and I guess see what, you know, what are the adults reading who liked these things back then? And so it just kind of um, came out of that. And it really, I don't know, my reading taste really broadened when I joined the YouTube community and was like, oh, people are reading sci-fi on here. Like, this is amazing. And I was being introduced into so many, um, you know, old school authors I had never heard of before. And so that has just been kind of a journey within itself. So yeah, it's been a long sci-fi journey. I feel very long-winded right now. So I just stop no. me if, no, <laughs> if you're it gets good. out of control. Good. But. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it just, it really came out of that. So I do credit a lot of the, um, you know, getting into the sci-fi community on YouTube with helping me find my reading taste and the things that I love now. So it's been fun to explore and to share and pass that on to other people and, you know, get, get more people into reading sci-fi. I love seeing, you know, young girls reading sci-fi, young black women reading sci-fi. So it's been amazing to see. Absolutely. How has that yeah. evolved over the past five years of your, and is it, a lot more that on TikTok that we see it as far as black women being represented in sci-fi specifically, I feel like is not as prevalent. And I've heard yeah. now I've gotten the privilege of being able to sit here and listen to Sierra a couple of times, be really excited to see herself in somebody else. Um, yeah. This is probably the largest, I will tell you, this is like a very <laughs> emotional day for Sierra, but I'm- Oh my gosh. <laughs> Seriously, but I'm wondering, is yeah. that something, have we been seeing that for five years steadily over, or is it a lot right now? You know, I definitely think it's been blowing up within the last several years. You know, you always had, you've had these really solid pioneers in sci-fi for a long time, Octavia Butler, Nalo Hopkinson, Karen Lord. So you have had these, I would say these pillars in sci-fi but it's almost like they, you know, people are, haven't, are not really reading them. They haven't really not, they're not reading Octavia Butler, but they are not aware of the, the depth of their, you know, of their, of their work. So mm -hmm. it's been fun to kind of bring that to light and, and see more people reading these classic uh, black sci-fi women who have really paved the way for what we're seeing right now. So um, you have had them there in the past, but you're definitely have been seeing this explosion of just incredible stories 
from Black authors in the last several years. So it's been great to see too, but you definitely have seen them pave the way for that. So I've definitely seen it grow and change over the last five years. It's definitely been a lot of work on my part as well, because, you know, I didn't grow up reading sci-fi by Black authors. It wasn't something that I was even, you know, it wasn't something that was being marketed like that. It wasn't in your face. And so it's been a journey to try to figure out you know, I love post-apocalyptic. Well, are there Black women who've written post-apocalyptic novels? Let me go find that. Let me go dig for it. Um, so it's been, you know, it's been a process and it's been a journey, but it's been a great one. I think we've had great leaders in the past, like Butler and, and Hopkinson and Karen Lord to do that. I want to ask, how do you feel about, like, this kind of, like, like on this, the same topic, explosion of Black people being represented in sci-fi? Do you think mm -hmm. it's going to last long? Do you think it's going to be something that we continue to see? Or do you think it's a, a, a kind of like a phase? Cause you know, we're going through like a, we're, we go through phases as in this generation now of like things that are pop, popular and right now it's representation. Do you yeah. think this will be something that'll last for a while? Yes, and I, I do because I think you are seeing people are not, readers are not gonna accept anything less now. We have seen these stories being published. We've been seeing all these amazing authors get this kind of recognition. And I think if you see a regression of that, there's going to be some noise. And people are saying, well, where are, you know, I want another story like this. Where is this? How come this author, you know, I want to see this book again. And I think now that it's been a, like a snowball effect and it's just going to keep going and keep going because we're, we've been, are accustomed to this now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And it takes a creator like you, Tori, who just said to me, Octavia Butler and transparency have never heard of that person nor read a book and I apologize yeah. to Miss Butler if you're no, listening, probably not but now you yeah. have just opened up an entire new catalog for me that I will go and look into and I'm sure it's very vast and deep but yeah it's it's important I, that, to know that that is there so oh yeah and I mean it's th this is what why we need you know platforms and people talking about these authors i've i've had people say i don't know who i don't know who this person is i've never heard of parable of the sower i've never heard of kindred before and it's a learning experience i think for a lot of people and just you know getting make sure these works get out there so um i'm excited for you it's always fun to go back and read <laughs> octavia butler for the first time so um she just has some incredible work i i'm not the expert on octavia butler i think we have some incredible people on youtube like you know, Onyx Pages, who are, have really been diving into Octavia Butler's work. Um, so I still have a long way to go to, but she's definitely someone that, um, you know, I look up to as a, a reader, as a writer. And um, even though she's gone now, her her legacy just has lived on in these books. So it's been incredible. Yeah. And Parable of the Sower is very relevant to like right now, honey. Yes. <laughs> you're going to be like, what Literally. am I reading right now? Is this real life? So yeah, yeah Parable of the Sower, I say is a great way to start, but just, you know, keep that in mind. It's very yeah. parallel to the times of today. I wanted to switch like vibes a little bit because I saw that you went to Paris recently. Yes. And you went to that amazing bookstore and you did a whole video and everything. Please give us like the full rundown. I'm jealous, by the way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so Oh, it was it was incredible. So my my mom and I, we you know we're extremely close. We travel uh, we've traveled so many places together. I'm really uh, just fortunate that you know we're still able to do that. So her dream trip actually has always been to go to Paris. She's been talking about it since I was in high school, maybe a little bit before then. So um, just you know health issues every now and then have been setting us back and things like that. And then the pandemic and 
So we've always just been trying to get there. So finally for her birthday last year, she was like, you know what? We need to just do it. If I feel like if I don't do it now, it's never going to happen. Um, so we, you know, just planned it out and, and went and just had an amazing time. And so actually I reached out uh, to the bookstore, Shakespeare and Company, just telling them a little bit about, you know, who I am and, and my content. And, you know, I would be honored if I can take pictures and, and film and things like that because I don't allow video footage or anything in the store. So, um, yeah, the, the staff was just incredible. They got back to me almost immediately and said, oh, my God, like, yes, like, come in and let us know you're wow. here and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, it was just a fantastic just experience all the way around. So, yeah, I went and got some footage and just I loved it. I loved it so much. I actually visited another one, too. Mm -hmm. And so that video was very late <laughs> going up, but that's going to go up, too. <laughs> so, um, But Shakespeare and Company was awesome. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Because yes. <laughs> I've been to Paris, but that was before my reading journey. So now I have to like go back. I'm, yes. I'm telling you, my goal in life, I want to see so many bookstores around the world. Like, it's just, I, I, I don't know. That's like my life goal now. I just like want to travel and browse indie bookstores around the world and just like sip coffee so that's, okay, I that's feel like I this want. might be an ignorant question but I just need were the books yeah. in English when you were there like how did that work yeah so yes they were that's a good question yeah they were in English I'm not sure if they had like a maybe a translated fiction section but all of the books that I did browse were in English um mm -hmm. and all of, of course all of the like UK covers were gorgeous so I was like oh <laughs> I just want to buy all of these <laughs> what'd you bring home Okay, I brought home um, Tell Me How Long the Train's Been Gone by James Baldwin. Mm. And I brought home a sci-fi novel called Vagabonds. And what else did I bring home? The Wolf Den by Elodie Harper. So um, those caught my eye just browsing around. There was this gorgeous edition. I still think about this. I lose sleep. There's this <laughs> gorgeous edition of a Robin Hobb novel. Mm -hmm. It was so expensive. And I have not finished Robin Hobb's books yet to know, like, if I would really like them or not, I was like, I can't justify this. <laughs> so, but I was eyeing the book like the entire time we were in the store. So maybe one day I'll just place an order for it or go back for it. I don't know. Was it hard to like put yourself like on a limit in terms of how many books you wanted to take back with you? Yes, definitely. I, I had to limit myself to it. I'm like, I can't bring back like more than five. Like that's my goal, five or six, because I didn't have a big suitcase. I just traveled very lightly. Yeah. Uh, when I go around, so yeah, I couldn't couldn't bring back the world, unfortunately. So. Wow! Oh, so <laughs> I feel like your book love crosses into a lot of avenues in your life that we've seen. You're going on vacation, and you're still finding time to go to bookstores. I saw a very cool post where you were, and you said you're in the gaming field, but you were saying if you like this game you're gonna love this book yes. and i yes. love that and it was very sci-fi ish too yeah. so can you tell us a little bit about how even that gaming life kind of transfers to books for you yeah you know so actually it was funny i did i made a video on youtube about this and then i think maybe like a month or two after i forgot the creator on TikTok. i saw they had this great uh format for it on TikTok. i'm like how come i didn't do that for TikTok? so i made the video and said it was inspired by you know that creator but just i love i feel like sci-fi and video games just go like hand in hand and there are just some sci-fi novels that are just so explosive and just fun to read that read like video games and you see so many 
just, you know, so many different themes that you see can play out, you know, in video games and books. So I, I love that element of it. Um, I just, I think video games is just such a fantastic storytelling medium. So um, a lot of the things I do like in video games, I see translated into books and, and vice versa. So they, they go hand in hand, but. That's yeah. a really, I never even thought of like thinking, I play video games as well. And I, I never thought of like how that translate into storytelling, but you are absolutely right. Especially when you're playing like a role player games, it's like the one person who's roaming through a world or something like that or yeah, it's, things like I that. I mean, it's, it's so cool. Like when you, especially these, yeah, like you mentioned, these role playing games, these games that take like 40 hours to beat, they have whole narrative teams in studio crafting these, these stories. And so they are bringing a lot of those cool things I think we see in sci-fi novels to the table and it's just it's cool to like have it in your hand and actually be playing it out visually so yeah I, I love video games I've also been a gamer my entire life like I've been a reader my whole life too so it's just been that's that's from growing up with a bunch of cousins who yeah <laughs> didn't want you to do anything but sit there and watch them so <laughs> what are you playing so, right now like what's 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 <laughs> I'm I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West, which is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm about like six or seven hours in so far. It's amazing. Yeah. It. Wow. I wanted to include um, Horizon in my like. If you like this video game, read this book. But the video, the game is so unique, and the story itself is just so. It's just it just there's so many different subplots to it, and it's like just futuristic but apocalyptic and it's like mm -hmm. i can't find any book that matches this so um <laughs> but it's it's a fantastic game so i'm playing that right now um i'm playing watchdogs legion it's like a mm -hmm. cyber cyber kind of game hacking and things like that so those are kind of on my radar at the moment awesome wow. yeah Tori, are you someone who when you're reading do you i forget what the actual word is um, but someone will say it. Like who, picture it in your head. Yeah. Who, could yeah. you? Are you a picture in your mind? The you see it all when you read, or are you looking at the actual punctuation or words? That is so funny because I was just looking at. I saw a TikTok about was it aphantasia? If you can like picture. Is that the word? Oh, that you, I think. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yesterday I got a TikTok about that. Like it was like, are you someone who can picture this apple? And I'm like, I don't know. So <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> When I'm reading, I'm not sure, like, visually if it's not like a movie playing out in my head. So okay. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I read the words and I guess conceptualize it like that, but definitely not like vivid images going on. But I definitely had like this existential crisis. Like, I don't know. Can I see the apple? Is it? <laughs> is, is, is just it out of my reach. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. I was up for like half an hour in bed, like trying to picture this red apple. So, <laughs> <That's> okay. <ridiculous. laughs> so I think it's time for us to go into our show and tell moment of the show. Every episode, we ask our guests to bring us something to show and tell. It could be a book, it could be you know a video game, whatever it is that you wanted to show and tell us. Oh my god, I'm terrible. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so bad. Can I recommend a, a book? Yes, or? absolutely. Oh, okay. Of course. Perfect. I did have like one item. I forgot. I think it's somewhere in my room. It's like a this Nuka Cola bottle from Fallout, the mm -hmm. Fallout universe. Fallout mm -hmm. is like one of my favorite video game franchises, and like Nuka Cola is the drink of the video game. And so I went to E3 a few years ago, and I got accepted into the Bethesda conference as a media pass. Ooh, and so wow. yeah, so I still have like this like, dirty 
bottle from the event. So that would be my like show and tell item. But if I had I like to recommend it. a book, um, I would highly, highly recommend. It's one of my favorites in the last few years is uh, Do You Dream of Terra 2 by Temi O. Oh, it is just, mm-hmm. I read that I think in 2019. It's phenomenal. Okay. Um, it's it, these these like six astronauts they're kids they've been teenagers they've been training to like go to space their entire lives and um there is an earth-like planet that's been discovered and so they have to go on this like 20-year journey to like basically go colonize this planet but it's like instead of them you know instead of the focus of the book being them landing on this planet the whole thing is about their journey in this like claustrophobic space and how they're dealing with their mental health struggles and depression and all the things that they left on earth. And it's, uh, I, it's, I think it's just mm. such a fantastic book and just such a huge, like this really deep psychological study. And yeah, Temi O is fantastic. So I, I can't wait to read more by her. Okay. I'm going to check that one out. I know. Yeah. Tori, you speak so incredibly about the stories that you recommend they're honestly like the synopsis you give they are so straight to the point i feel like a ramble and rose every time i try to say this story is about this person um i'm wondering if we will see any of that in writing in form of tory words coming out any tory loving no i'm trying ryan i'm trying out okay (laughs) i have um I have an MFA in creative writing and it's, you know, published stories here and there in different journals, but have been trying to hammer out a novel for the last few years or so. And just, you know, the writer life rejection here, terrible first draft there. So one day, fingers crossed it'll happen, but. But you have a first draft completed. I have a very weak first draft completed. So no such we'll thing. See, no such we'll thing. See what happens. But but so far I've just I've been having a blast just, you know, being on YouTube and TikTok and just I I like I said, I'm such a massive reader. So um it was an outlet for me when I graduated from college just to get online and start talking about, you know, all the books that I was reading. So um I actually started my YouTube channel. I think I've only mentioned this a couple of times, but I speak really fast <laughs> and I've always spoken really really quickly um and it was actually always a problem when I was growing up like people would always be like I can't understand what you're saying and you speak way too fast I don't know what you just said please slow down so um you know growing up my mom would always be like you need public speaking classes you no one can understand you and I was like you know what I don't need public speaking I'm gonna sit down and start recording videos so I did that instead and it just it has been such a learning experience because it like forces you to slow down and get your thoughts together. And it's hard. It's, I think some people make it look really easy, but it is, yeah, it's really, really difficult. You, you that make that so look very smart. easy. Very, very easy. That's Thanks. So smart I, I appreciate like, that. I'm not going to take classes. I'm just going to make a YouTube channel instead. <laughs> no, that's, that is honestly just me just being stubborn with her my, I've, my entire life. I'm like, I don't need public speaking. I was in denial. And I'm like, literally no one can understand me. And I'm like, I don't need public speaking classes. You need public speaking classes. So <laughs> it's so bad. Um, so yeah, I was on, I was on Tumblr for a long time, like the book Tumblr community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, you know, very content just writing book reviews on Tumblr or just sharing like pictures of, of books I was reading on Tumblr. But yeah, the YouTube element was really difficult just 
being like, well, what did I like about this book and how do I convey that? And this sounds really horrible when you go back to edit it. So <laughs> it was a lot of that, a lot of like learning experiences, but it's been a lot of fun. You've done great because you like you come you come across so confident and like sure of like everything. And I noticed that you don't really say a lot of ums, uhs, likes. How did you get? How did how did that how does that like I I even now I yeah. literally just said like twice. So <laughs> I do. You know, I think we all have. I think we definitely all have our words. I say. I think in, you know in my everyday life I don't tend to say um or I say like a lot but I don't say um that much just you know in general I say you know a lot and I have to catch myself all the time when I'm editing it's it's really bad like that's my um I'll be like this this character was just nine when she left home you know and it's like it's so bad (laughs) I cut like so many of them out every time I edit so some of them still squeeze their way in but yeah I if I do come across an um, I just, I'll leave it in. Sometimes I'll take it out, but the you knows are really, really bad. Even on my TikTok, I say a lot. I'm like, you know, like, I don't know why I do that. Sierra is a pro, Tori, but for <laughs> someone who's not, what advice as someone who's had a YouTube channel for a while now and has gotten, I think that's such a gift to be able, it's like watching yourself on a reality show. I think it's like the second season people come back and you're like, oh good, they fixed their brassy highlights or they, you know, are <laughs> saying less ums or whatever. I'm wondering what, what advice would you give to a newbie who's a little self-conscious um, and probably overanalyzing a little too much of the post talk. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? I mean, yeah, it's just, I think it's one of those things you just really have to go for it. You learn, I think you, you psych yourself out when you want everything to be perfect. Like, Oh, I don't have the perfect lighting yet. I don't have the, the perfect camera yet. I don't, I don't have, you know, I haven't read 50 books yet. Like I think if you keep putting those perfection limits on things, you'll never get started. So just get started and roll with it and keep changing as as time goes on. So I've, I've had to learn that my first video was awful on YouTube and TikTok. Actually, my last video on TikTok was awful. So it's just a still learning experience. So, But my first YouTube video was just dreadful, like in a very dimly lit room on this like I don't know, $20 camera. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you learn over the years. I've learned so much about just lighting and positioning of things and microphones. And I mean, it was, yeah, it's a definitely a process. Yeah, right? It's been <laughs> it's a like, journey. It's been a whole yeah, journey. I've been helping him, okay? He's... <laughs> yeah, it's been, I'm telling you, it's been a, a long, a long YouTube road. And just transit, <clears throat> excuse me, just like transitioning that into TikTok itself has been, a new learning experience. You know, I thought I was finally getting a handle on one like social media platform and now like TikTok is like, well, what I feel like I'm too old to be on this app. Like what is going on? I don't know how to adjust clips. Like it's such yes. a learning curve. It really, really so, is. But I think it's a great app yeah. for discovery. And I think you're going to be in a great yes. place. And people are going to find you and go to that YouTube channel and be like, yes, this is what I've been looking for. Because there are so many people looking for uh, you know, representation in terms of sci-fi and fantasy. And so I think yeah. you're on the right, right track. Thank I have you. one more question before we get into our quick wit. How do yeah. you handle when you make a book review and people don't agree with it? How is that? How does that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does that work for you? You know, I am really lucky. Um, I'm really fortunate that I have a good um, just like support and community on YouTube. I feel like 
I don't know. It was interesting coming over to TikTok. It was TikTok is a whole different, whole different thing. If you post about a book, people would be like, "I hate that book." <laughs> Worst thing time. I ever read. <laughs> all like all the time. <laughs> like, whoa! I really liked it, but thank you. But I feel like YouTube. It's a. It feels a little more like controlled on YouTube, and you you have a you have an audience in a comment section who they know your taste, and if they don't agree, they're just like very respectful. Like, I didn't like that, but. I love the way you talked about it. I feel like it's a lot more respectful in the YouTube space. Yeah. But like a TikTok will humble you very quickly. So um, uh, so luckily I haven't had to face it too much on YouTube. If someone doesn't agree, it's not this like harsh comment that's like, your tastes suck. I'm unsubscribing right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It's good. It's been good. They will unsubscribe on TikTok though. That's they for sure. Will- they're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> like really quickly too. It's, uh, it's like, like, how can you easily be dispersuaded like that? Like, it's so, so quickly. I think I posted, um, I think it was like my, I did like a very quick, like my top 10 books of 2021 on TikTok. I think I lost like 10 followers. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like we hated also, Jade City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just hard and I was like what is going on so um yeah it's it's been fun though being on TikTok and just I'm in awe of YouTube like I feel like you know my I can sit on YouTube and talk for like 45 minutes and edit it out but there's something so there's real skill in like being able to sit down for a minute two minutes and like get all of your thoughts in so quickly so that I mean it's been hard that's why so many of my earlier videos on TikTok are to like trending sounds and you know, if you like this, read this, because it just, I think doing that in such a small space was really challenging to learn. Before they uh, released that three minute option, it was really hard to get your all, like, all, like do a, a nice thorough review, because I think the most you could do at the time was a minute, right, Ryan? Was that? Yeah. Was that? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, Tori would be it. over there like, I need to pull my fast talking back out because right? I would, by the end, it'd be like, I've got nothing. I, I'm sorry. I liked it. And then it's off. But So the three minutes have been helpful. But I trust me, I, when, I, when I do mine, I have to go back and edit them because I have a lot to say about certain books, especially books that I yeah. do not like. But I want to, when, I, when yes. I do that, I want to make sure that I'm giving them you know, valid reasons, not just like, oh, you know, I didn't like the cover of the book, so I hated this book. Like, things like that. Like, I want to give valid and logical reasoning as to why I didn't like a book. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. you do it very well, so. Thank you so much. Okay. It is time for us, our quick wit, 10 questions. All right. Let's go. Very fast. It's not going to be hard at all. No no need to be sweating and checking your pits. Okay. It's cool. Ryan's going to start off and then we'll go back and forth that way. Okay. Cool. All right, right. Ryan, take it away. At Tori, that nerd. Are you ready for some quick wit? Let's do it. Morning, noon, or night? Night. Favorite book growing up or your favorite book from high school? Um, A series of unfortunate events. Where are you a regular? Um, the Momento Coffee Shop right across the street. Nice. Um, a celeb that's a friend in your head or a celebrity crush that you have? Oh, it's supposed to be fast round two, a celebrity. Um, I love <laughs> Kerry Washington. I love Kerry Washington. So She's I'll say her for right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could take us anywhere in the world tomorrow, Miss Traveler, where are we going? We might have to go back to Paris and just, I'm telling you, the three of us, I think we could live it up. 
I think we'll have a great get time. Get a few bottles oh, of water. Bonjour. Just... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Okay. Um, do you fall asleep to music, TV, or nothing? Uh, I fall asleep to podcasts. Oh. Podcasts, yeah. Yeah. True crime podcasts. Like, actually, not peaceful at all. So, it's not peaceful. I love, um, I know, sorry, this, I know this is a quick round, but I love the podcast of Morbid and Crime Junkie. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll be like falling asleep and I'll be like, and her body was found. Not a day later. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like drifting off. It's so bad, but I love to listen to podcasts oh if I'm God. falling asleep. Love it. What is your best Halloween costume ever? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I was Arthur in the fourth grade. <laughs> so. Are you like Arthur the cartoon Arthur? Yes. <laughs> to this day, it's probably my best Halloween costume. My grandmother made me like these really bad ears, but they were really cute. So oh I had on this like so little cute. yellow sweater in the neighborhood. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. That is That's so, so good. <laughs> um, what is your theme song or your go-to karaoke song? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna date myself. I'm gonna say no scrubs. Because that is the last <laughs> that's the last karaoke song I've <laughs> That's a good one. That is good. How many books have you read this year? I've read 10. Mm-hmm. Last question. What was the last thing to make you smile? You guys, this, right now. <laughs> you, or do you mean before this? Wait, whatever. We'll take whatever us. We'll take, us. we'll take us. Yeah. We'll take it. Don't worry. I will say this. This, is, this has been amazing. So you, both of you. <laughs> That's it. You um, did it. You survived the lightning round. Yay. Tori, awesome so much for coming on please oh let gosh, everybody know you. where they can find you plug that youtube honey yes yes you can find me at tori morrow um on youtube and tori that nerd on tiktok and instagram so yeah big fans thank you for coming oh, incredible. thank you this is amazing thank you both I'm speechless, Ryan. Do you understand? That was everything I could have wanted and so much more. I feel very happy for you and I'm feeling very grateful to have been a third wheel. Wow. No, but in a good way. Wow. That there, I have a giant page of notes in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Where to begin? Where do we begin our post talk? I'm I'm kind of mind blown at First what a all, charming, intelligent. That voice is smooth as butter, honey. Velvet. Oh my God. Velvet. And the fact that there was like any kind of speed speech happening, I cannot even fathom it. I can't even picture it. Let's talk about how she was like, instead of going <laughs> to get speech classes, she decided to use a source that was available to her to help her get better and slow her talking down. Is that not brilliant or is that brilliant? Like, It's brilliant. Thank you. We've talked a bunch about, uh, I was nervous to ask, like, for someone who's nervous, what do you think for... <laughs> but it is an eye-opening experience to see yourself and to hear yourself. It's like listening to um, the answering machine. When, <laughs> oh God, I hate know, the way my voice We're really dating sometimes. ourselves. But um, when you would hear those, it 
it's almost like nails on a chalkboard to you, but that insight of seeing yourself as other people do, it's a really sad thing that we never get to meet ourselves and experience ourselves as others do. And so very, very smart. I also love hearing about how different the TikTok journey is from that YouTube following, which is very big on YouTube. And that almost coming into TikTok is like the relief for Tori and just kind of the fun. I can, I'm a little less caged on the audience or not necessarily audience, but what I think I should be putting out. And it's a little bit more short form. I thought that was kind of cool. That's interesting, but it makes complete and total sense. You know, I, you know, I, I think I've said this a couple of times in several of our other episodes, but TikTok really is a place for like truth, honesty, relaxation. And so, I mean, you know, following people on YouTube like Tori, you get, you know, you see them buttoned up and put together and presenting their points, you know, as it is. But, you know, I could totally understand how it could be kind of like a little bit difficult to transition from one platform to another, including making content. So I definitely understand. I I am just, she's doing it though. I think she's doing a good job. I mean, she's got to find her footing, you know, and oh my God, I just, I'm excited for other people to discover her really. I mean, because she reads, she has like, a, reads like a, clearly she has a huge library behind her, right? She reads a vast amount of science fiction. And I think everyone could kind of benefit from her because I think she's read so many books over the years that, you know, she, and even like you finding out about Octo- Octavia Butler for the first time. Let's talk about that. Like, uh, so I, truth, I felt like not really my place to jump in this conversation, but in the same sense, I felt like, it's I've gotten to watch you talk to a lot of creators and say that you got to see yourself and from someone who has gotten the opportunity to see themselves a ton, right? Yeah. It's it's really a, a really great learning experience to sit back and just kind of listen to those conversations. And in truth, Tori's talking about, um, I, there was Karen Lord and Octavia Butler and spit off three names and called them pioneers, right? Yes. Really quick. Yeah. <clears throat> I've never heard of them. And I, that's not me to say anything bad about those creator. It's just that they have not been put in a mainstream where people like me maybe have seen them. Absolutely. And I think just hearing that, now I've got a giant catalog to look at you and do. it's expanded, but it's also makes you think, why have I not heard who Octavia Butler is? Mm-hmm. Or who else am I missing, right? Who else? Because my question was genuine. Like, hey, in the past five years, we're seeing a lot of beautiful brown faces on covers. We are seeing a lot of those creators come out and be more at the forefront. People of color at the center of all these stories. Has it been like that? Is it a progress? And really to find out, sadly, you know, we know a lot of the classical stories, the Toni Morrison's and all of those kind of things, right? But I didn't know about those others. And hopefully other people listening or watching don't either did or did not and now do. Um, But Tori opening up a lot of things. I'm not a gamer. So I was a little bit lost on a little bit of that. But I found I find that connection really interesting. And you two Mm -hmm. shared that as well, which I thought was cool. Yeah, I think that I think the the book to pipe the book to video game pipeline is strong. It's out there. pipeline i don't know what it is but it's it's there you know and i think her relating it to like storytelling and whatnot makes perfect sense 
you know, you, you can get in, uh, you can become like completely enthralled with a video game and you love the way it's storytelling, especially if it's like a sci-fi game. And that goes right hand in hand with, you know, creating stories and things that you don't see usually. So you think about science fiction, like brilliant the way that it all comes together. So I just... I am like on a high right now. Okay. Oh, like, and I, I was getting get emotional, like you know, <clears throat> talking to her. But man, that meant so much to me. Like, oh my god, I'm getting emotional. It meant so much to me to just able to tell her that, you know. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> god. Okay. I'm pulling it together. I'm not gonna. No, cry. don't. Honestly, but don't because Tori. Hey, Tori. Tori's gonna watch this too, and I do think that that's important. It is. Yeah. We, there's been a lot of lead up to this particular interview, and I know that there's been a lot of excitement. I, to be honest, I, there, we've been doing so much scheduling and behind the scenes stuff that I kind of forgot how long you had been following her and mm. that it was something prior to TikTok that, and you've brought that up a couple times when yeah. we've spoken about Tori and the way that you talk when we bring this particular person up. <laughs> there is, not just a joy, but there's definitely an admiration that comes through. And in, you can tell that she's been very inspirational. And I, it's, it was cool to sit back and watch you get to tell her that. Honestly, it was really cool. Was I too much? I feel, I hope I wasn't no. like, okay. No. I hope I wasn't like, ah. No, 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 no. Okay, I do. Let's say this really yeah. quick, though. This okay. is pretty good. Okay, so we've had a lot of rapid fire so far. Yes. I swear to the people at home, we didn't put the last question to just make people say that it was us, but we're making people smile. That is, I was just thinking, I'm like, every, almost every person says, you guys, and that, and that means a lot though, right? That means that they're enjoying themselves. We're asking them great questions. We're asking them engaging questions. And so I will take that compliment. No issues with it at all. But <laughs> if there's something else that made you smile last, we are cool with that too. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> I um there's wow and also MFA in creative writing listen I need the I book almost Tori. forgot I just looked at my notes and I was like dang we forgot about it no pressure Tori but I kind of need the book okay <laughs> kind of I kind of need the book girl like <laughs> what are but you know what I love that um I believe Tori said has gone through rejections and that so mm-hmm. what that says to me is Tori's taking the advice that Tori gave to me, which is put it out. Yeah. Yes. Put it out, which I think is cool. A lot of similarities that we saw today um, with a lot of our other guests, and it's a thread, a couple threads have come through the book talk circle a couple times, Mm -hmm. and it is veganism. Yes. And true crime. There's a pipeline. Actually, three separate guests that we've talked to recently all very true crime we love true crime also yes we do there is there's some there's a connection there somewhere there's the book the true crime pipeline as well (laughs) 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 there's something there i don't know what it is but it's something there i think because the true crime stories can be like so like bizarre in a sense of like that happened like you, you want to read about it. You want to know more about it. You want to it know. Is. It's almost like, like a great plot twist. You're yes. right. Oh, Unfortunately, love a good plot twist. Crazy and true. Yes. Yes. Oh. Wow. Okay. And then let's end, I think, on this stunning vacay mode. Wow. I could, I could be in Paris tomorrow with Tori and you. I mean, let's go. I could use a baguette, a little croissant. 
A little Bordeaux. A little Bordeaux. Okay. All of it. You know? Meet a hot Tori was guy. Tori was a very... Oh. 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 <laughs> and I... Oh. A great, great conversation. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, it's the other thing that people have talked about a lot is Ooh. that their favorite part is... Our favorite part of TikTok are when people talk genuinely about the books that they review. And it's... I told you, I get so lost trying to keep things succinct like Tori does and keep them kind of together, mm-hmm. which is why moments like this is, I think, an easier platform for me to be in a conversation <laughs> with somebody. Yes. But I, um, after a lot of these post-season interviews, I'm going to be thinking a little bit more of sharing my honest opinions of what I'm reading. Please. Please, we know we've, we've talked about this in our last interview as well. Like, but Brian, I really think that your perspective is just as important as anyone else, and I don't think you should be afraid to post how you really feel about things that you're reading and that you're engaging in. Everybody's opinion is important. Okay, we want to see you. You can still do your seven second videos. Okay, no one's <laughs> taking that from you. All right. <laughs> Did you see my bookworm shirt? I don't know if you saw yes, it. Yes, please show the people. It is reading is cool. That's so cute. I wore it for I wore it for Tori that nerd specific. I so. love it. I love it. Do you feel complete? Do you feel like you got everything that you wanted out of that? I did. I did. I feel like we're like some really good friends now, you know. I do too. You I yes. I I mean I just I am just on a I that's the highlight of my week. This has been the that's been the highlight of my week is talking to her and just letting her know like I see you and what you've done is so important and thank you. Like thank you. For real. Yeah. So Okay, Incredible. friend. That's a good that is a good way to close this talk, I think, my friend. Absolutely. Well, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Thanks again to Tori. Um, follow you, Tori. us on all of the socials. We are on TikTok at Sierra.Ann.Ryan. And we are on YouTube at Sierra.Ann.Ryan.TalkTalk. T-A-L-K-T-O-K. There you go. Please be sure to comment, subscribe, and all of the things. And uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Yeah. Stick with us. Meet the rest of the Book Talk family. We'll see you soon. <laughs>